Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your illustrious host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. Um, if it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. If it's not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I'm so sorry there wasn't an episode on Monday, but we are back on this fine hump day. My week this week has just been so hectic from studying for finals and then taking the finals which just in that takes up so much time but it's also the end of the year and i'm graduating from college so there's a lot of like you know last things to do or like you know last times that we can go out go to this place do this event so it's like you're saying goodbye to everyone while you're also packing and then taking finals and even with with work this week i have so much to do i have multiple brand deals this week which is like amazing but definitely a lot of work when you have to do like the whole ad for them and the creative concepts um and then i have to prepare to go to the billboard music awards so i've been like shopping for that and getting flights and things for that and like when you're graduating college and like you have to email all your professors like 30 million times just to make sure everything is in line i'm like always bombarded with just things to do and unfortunately i had finals on tuesday so i could not make an episode on monday but we are back and i'm so happy to be back oh my god this week you guys i don't know if you guys know this but i should be on my strange addiction for this one weird habit that i have which is putting fake tattoos on my body as if i'm like a eight-year-old at six flags like i love fake tattoos for some reason and well it's actually because i was travis barker for halloween last year and i put fake tattoos in my neck to be him and then i just got obsessed with them but i put them all over my leg this week i have a whole leg sleeve if you follow me on instagram you've seen it and you guys like i am so much sexier with leg tattoos like so many men and even like girls have like slid into my dms like telling me like how good they look and someone saw me at the gym and like found out my name and like contacted me about them and like at the bar and basically what i'm saying is i'm gonna get a full real leg sleeve tattoo one day and if you don't have tattoos you should get one because they're clearly the move anyway um let's talk about what i'm doing for topics today so first we're going to talk about jack harlow and his new album because it's kind of flopping and i have a lot to say about it and then we're going to talk about black china kind of wrapping up that whole situation how she lost and what crazy stunt she's pulling now for money it's insane and then i'm going to touch on the johnny depp and amber heard trial which i know everyone has been wanting me to do and i'm going to give you like the backstory of that not into every detail but the foundation of it but before we do write this podcast five star on apple Podcasts and spotify you're already here you may as well do so and post it on your instagram story and tag me and we can talk it out and make sure to follow because it's your favorite monday wednesday friday class but yes let's get into the episode welcome to pop culture university I've been a throw up the sex in a uh-huh. And I can put you in
Did you guys see the Jesse Williams Broadway photos? If you didn't and you're over 18, go look. I don't know what play Jesse Williams was putting on. I don't know if he was putting on OnlyFans Live or something, but he's like an A-list actor and he was fully nude on the stage of Broadway in front of a live crowd. And of course, people took videos and his anaconda do. That's all I'm going to say. His anaconda do. It was banging. Anyway, go look on Twitter. Just type in Jesse Williams Broadway. But on to Jack Harlow. He said y'all shouldn't have let the world gas him. And apparently the world listened this time because people are shitting on Jack Harlow's new album. And one pop culture hot take I've been having for a while and I actually tweeted is that I think Jack Harlow should be getting bullied. I think we should bring back bullying for Jack Harlow. To me... He just does not have the swag or vernacular that he think he that he thinks he does. It's almost like watching like a weird like middle school boy like pretending to have swag or something. It just seems like a really big caricature. And without his beard, he literally looks like Shrek kind of. He gives me like cringy like hipster Visco twenty thirteen boy who like also wants to be rapper. I don't know, but I I would bully Jack Harlow. Um, and I guess I recommend everyone else does. And I don't get, I don't understand why white women throw their, throw themselves at him as if he's like prime Justin Bieber, as if he's Drake himself. I don't understand why people are pulling down the panties for him. Anyway, his new album is really flopping. Uh, not so much in the commercial standpoint. It's selling like decently. It's projected to go number two or number one on Billboard, which is really good because that's more though because the success of his first single first class because he only released it like two weeks ago so people are still just streaming that so that's getting a lot of streams which i i'm I'm, I'm sorry i i still think the fergie version is better i i still think that sample was misused i don't think it's good and when i fly first class to las vegas next week i'm listening to glamorous by fergie not first class by jack harlow as we're taking off so commercially it's doing okay but reviews it's not on pitchfork it was rated a 2.9 out of 10 pitchfork is like infamously rough on people but not that rough like they wouldn't just give someone a 2.9 like that's really bad um peppa pig even got a 6.8 for their last album on pitchfork they said about it harlow's charisma does not translate onto the record and instead we're left with a one-trick pony without a discernible trick a competent rapper who does not flow intricately or write impressively a pop star who struggles to carry a song on his own yeah so they shaded the fuck out of him he hasn't been getting good reviews on other sites and this is like his first album so people were really wondering how he was going to pull himself through he kind of he's kind of just like a single artist like i feel like he can make a good single here and there but when it comes to full body of work i kind of saw this coming i didn't think he would do so good through that standpoint he used a lot of samples, too, on his songs from, like, the 90s, I guess that goes with his, like, vintage fuckboy aesthetic, but he sampled Destiny's Child and Fergie and Pharrell, just to name a few. There's a few more, but basically people were saying he misused all the samples. They were used in the most basic, cheesy, lame way, and he pissed off, you know, the old-timer fans of those people, which is literally the opposite of what you want to do if you use a sample if you're going to use a sample there's so much pressure to use it good or you're going to piss off every single person who is a fan of that original song especially if it's a big hit like something from destiny child or fergie like 
you're going to piss off that whole group of fans and they're not going to like you anymore or stream the rest of your album. So he misused all those. Another sampling he used is Dua Lipa's name as the title of one of his songs, Dua Lipa. And he said that he FaceTimed her before he put this track out just to like get her blessing. And does that, you know, I'm, I'm having flashbacks to another rapper who called someone to get their blessing to use their name in a song, AKA Kanye and Taylor. That never goes good. So this didn't really go good either. Um, he said that he FaceTimed her to play her the song, which first of all would be so weird because he's like professing her love for her in the song. And that it'd be so weird to just have Jack Harlow stare at you and like have this, the song where he's singing about how he wants to do more with you than do a feature. And you just have to listen to it and stare back at him. That must've been the most awkward FaceTime that I would not want to see. Like that'd be just be like a middle school boy, like FaceTiming his crush and like she has to respond to him. So in response, he said that Dua Lipa was quotes she was like oh i mean it's not my song i suppose it's okay he said that she was just kind of thrown off and she just kind of let it go if i wrote a song about someone saying how much i like them and want to you know go in the sheets with them and they just said it was okay and had to let it go i would let myself go from my record label and life i i I would have to see my way out of the, the 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 i would i'd have to see my way out the door i would have to kms That'd be so fucking awkward, but Dua's hilarious for, like, being like, oh, it's, it's not my cup of tea, but I guess you can do it. People have been, like, brutal to him on Twitter, too. Let me pull up some of them. Like, Olivia Rodrigo said, it's brutal out here for him. Um, someone said, with almost 100,000 likes, oh, my God. Someone said that Jack Harlow album is the worst thing I've heard in a few years. Someone else said, I hope Jack Harlow is logged out of Twitter for a couple of days because people were, you know, taking shits on him left and right. Someone else said Jack Harlow better not open Twitter because that shit will not be good for his mental health. Someone else said after listening to Jack Harlow's new album, I feel like we take Drake's music for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what can we learn from his album flopping? Um, Who cares what other people say? If you like it, that is all that matters. Be confident in what you create or with what you do. It can apply to like all of us with like what we wear, what we do with our hair or what we like. Like, if we like it, who cares what other things? Jack Harlow, I'm sure, worked very hard on this album. And it's, it's his style of music, his lyrics, his story that he likes. And at the end of the day, he should be proud of this timeless piece in his eyes that he put out. And I'm proud of him for that. Create things around you that you like and only care if you like them. And even if his, does, and even if his album does flop, um, he knows better than anyone else that failure is not permanent. He was trying to get a hit since 2011, if you didn't know. And then he finally got a hit in 2020. So we had to wait like eight or nine years to do so. So he can keep making things that he likes for his own soul to make himself happy. And whatever the world wants to roll with, they can roll with. And clearly that's made him successful up to this point. Sometimes when I sit back and really let it register, I did everything I said I would and said it first. (laughs) I mean, the world's in denial, but they all know what I'm headed for. About to feed these youngins to the metaverse. Meanwhile, I'm over here just trying to pen a verse. Cause I'm done being extra with the extroverts. The label used to wonder how I'm supposed to stand next to Vert. Probably never thought that I would get these legs to work. I work hard, but hard shit don't need no extra work. That's why I show up in a sweat shirt and let it burn. The world's mine, I just say fuck. Alright, you guys, I think it's finally time. I can't believe I wasn't up to date on the 
Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial as petty pop culture. Like, how dare I? I'm just, I've never been a Johnny Depp stan. I don't know about you. After what he did in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, that shit was one of the scariest films I've ever seen in my life. He was murdering children left and right. I've never been a Pirates of the Caribbean fan. I don't even know what else he's in. He's like a shapeshifter. I've probably seen like 10 movies of him, but I just didn't even recognize it was him. But anyway, I've never stanned him, so I never got involved. Now let's get involved. I'm going to give you the backstory to it not all the details of the trial that's going on but i'm gonna like let you know if you don't already know the foundation and why they're even in this trial in the first place starting from the very motherfucking beginning okay so oj simpson has really gotten nothing on them this is like the most viral celebrity trial i have ever seen and um yeah i was just embarrassed that i wasn't kept up in it but everyone's been asking for it so here it is they got together johnny depp and amber heard two pretty big actors i forgot what amber heard is in i know she was in aquaman but she was in a lot of like other big films um i can't really name any right now but she is a big actress we all know johnny depp is like one of the biggest actors in hollywood from you know this generation of the last or whatever so they both got together after working on a film together as actors do back in 2011 and they made their relationship official in uh 2012 they met during the film The Rum Diary. The Rum Diary. If you change one letter in that, it'd be a great porno title. The Rum Diary. Anyway, rumors were that Johnny Depp was seeing another girl while he was filming The Rum Diary, but then, you know, cheated with Amber, got with Amber, and then went from there. That's always a bad start to a relationship. You know, if that's how it starts, you know it's not going to end well. But anyway, after making themselves official in 2012, they got engaged in 2014. So they spent those two years together, allegedly happy. Oh my God, I feel like a lot of couples are allegedly happy, but aren't actually. Anyway, and then after their engagement in 2014, they got married in 2015 and they had two ceremonies. Uh, nothing compared to the Trevor Jonas's though. They had one at Johnny Depp's home in Los Angeles. So Jonas Lee is probably a better venue than we'll ever get. And the second at Johnny Depp's private island <laughs> in the Bahamas definitely a better venue than any of us will ever get who casually has a private island like how dare he have two incredible weddings that just happen to be at locations that he owns i'm sorry if someone has a private island i'm marrying them the panties are coming off is is it a nude beach island because i can make it one daddy whatever you want me to do anyway they got married on his private island and then shortly after just 2016 amber heard filed for divorce apparently their marriage wasn't as perfect as we thought it was but up until then really there was no sign of anything going bad so from 2011 to 2016 no sign of anything going bad they were just another like hollywood couple that people knew weren't going to last really long amber heard files for divorce in 2016 and that is when revealing start coming out of how toxic their relationship was in those past few years that no one ever knew about so she filed and um she cited era irreconcilable differences and that same month a judge granted amber heard a restraining order against johnny depp over allegations of domestic violence on his part that she suffered during their relationship and then in a sworn declaration around the same time amber heard alleged that johnny depp threw a cell phone at her during a fight which struck her in the eye and the cheek and that he screamed at her kept hitting her different times would violently grab her face and pull her hair 
She said all this to get the restraining order. And she said, quotes, During the entirety of our relationship, Johnny has been verbally and physically abusive to me. I endured excessive emotional, verbal, and physical abuse from Johnny, which has included angry, hostile, humiliating, and threatening assaults to me whenever I questioned his authority or disagreed with him. She continued, I live in fear that Johnny will return to our house unannounced and terrorize me physically and emotionally. That probably makes you feel really bad for Amber Heard, right? You probably think, you know, she's just a victim. We're going to believe her. We stand with her. We love her. Amber Heard, get that restraining order. But people are actually not on Amber Heard's side because they think she is an actress and they think she's lying about the whole thing. And that's kind of like why everyone is generally on team Johnny Depp, even despite her coming out with such an emotional plea like that. Because right after that, Johnny Depp denied the allegations of domestic abuse completely. And his lawyers alleged in a court document in 2016 that Heard was attempting to secure a premature financial resolution by alleging abuse. So basically, she wanted to make sure that she was going to get a really big settlement from their divorce. And in order to do so, you know, get her millions, she had to have reasons against him to want to shut Johnny Depp up so she could ask for a higher amount of money without him questioning it. So after, you know, her allegations came out, they actually did come to a settlement in their divorce and Amber Heard got $7 million from divorcing Johnny Depp. Kind of a big lump sum. I mean, nothing compared to Melinda Gates. Melinda Gates would wipe her ass with that amount of money. She got like billions, but I mean, definitely a very respectable amount. Probably not as much as she was hoping. She said she was going to donate it all. All of it to multiple different charities. Um, That later came out to not be true. We can talk about that at a different time, though. And then after their amicable, you know, settlement of the millions made everyone happy, they both said in a joint statement, our relationship was intensely passionate and at times volatile, but always bound by love. Neither party has made false accusations for financial gain. There was never any intent of physical or emotional harm. So basically, they're saying, did Johnny Depp actually abuse her? I don't know, but we're not going to say Amber was lying. We're just never going to talk about it again. And then in 2017, their divorce was completely final and they came to a contractual agreement that they will never say anything bad about each other in the public ever again. Remember that. So that was kind of the end of them for a while. They had a turbulent time. They had a cute little settlement. Amber never sued her anything. She got her money, shut up, and then left. But on in late 2018, in December, Amber published an op-ed in the Washington Post titled, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. This has to change. Referring to Johnny. And then she said, like many women, I had been harassed and sexually assaulted by the time I was of college age, but I kept quiet. I did not expect filing complaints to bring justice. And I didn't see myself as a victim. Then two years ago, I became a public figure representing domestic abuse. And I felt the full force of our culture's wrath for women who speak out so while she didn't say johnny's name she kind of is presenting herself as this like mainstream victim of one of the biggest uh, actors in hollywood's you know drunk domestic abuses and she never said his name but the fact that she was slandering him at all everyone who he was talking about kind of goes against their contractual agreement to never say anything bad about each other so this is finally where the lawsuit comes in that you guys know today um this op-ed that she wrote about him would become the basis of a $50 million defamation lawsuit that Depp filed naming Amber Heard as the defendant 
And he said that the claim of domestic abuse was categorically and demonstrably false, which he actually even said before. So he's sticking with his false stance on this whole thing. And um, yeah, the lawsuit went through in March 2019, um, alleging that the column Heard wrote in the Washington Post was defamatory and goes against our contractual agreement. So he's suing for $50 million in damages. And then a year later, because it takes a while to even get into trial, so there's a waiting period. In August 2020, Amber Heard sued for defamation back. <laughs> but she raised the stakes. She, she said, you want to see crazy? Well, I am crazier. Amber Heard filed for $100 million in a countersuit against Depp in response to his lawsuit, accusing him of allegedly orchestrating a smear campaign against her and describing his own lawsuit as a continuation of abuse and harassment. Basically, she's saying his physical abuse was real, his emotional abuse was real, and him suing me, trying to make it seem like I'm defaming him, is actually him just abusing me more. So I'm going to sue him for twice as much. And in the filing, Amber Heard asked the court to grant her immunity from Johnny Depp's uh, complaint and asked for commentary damages of no more than $100 million. Wow, how uh, generous of her to only take that much. Um, specifically uh, asserting that it's twice the amount that Depp wanted to sue her for. Basically, she's really confident that she'll win. And then in April 2022, the whole trial began, which you're probably seeing a bunch of TikToks from, and Amber Heard crying on the stand like the horrible actress she is, and Johnny Depp not giving a fuck because he realized that the woman he married was, well, Amber Heard. And you've probably seen magazine articles with Amber Turd on the front so that's the backstory that's why they're suing each other there's a lot of witnesses that are going to be expected to be in this um trial as well like james franco and elon musk yeah two exes amber heard was also with you know she i mean i mean i mean was she looking for a check was she looking in all these men's pockets for a check she was trying to dive into anyone's pockets but anyway that's what's going on that's why they're suing each other they were like really toxic for each other i don't even know what state the trial is in right now but I'll probably update you with it again when it ends and I'll like go through all the highlights and you know who got what money, what happened to who and just all the most juicy details. Or if anything really crazy comes out, I will make sure to update you guys on the whole thing. But until then, what can we learn from this? Do not stay in toxic relationships. Once things get past a certain point and then have escalated to a certain level, you have to go. I don't care how hard it is or how much you think you still love them. No two people should waste their life in such a toxic partnership with someone. These two individuals in this case were together for five years and clearly abused each other and tormented each other emotionally enough where they want to sue each other for millions of dollars. And, you know, they abused each other the whole time they were together. And for what? I bet they wish they had that time back. And I bet they wish they spent it with people who made them feel good. And I bet they wish they weren't getting embarrassed in front of millions of people uh, on court because someone that they trusted was actually very toxic to them. Um, and they probably wish in the end of the day that they were with someone who made them better, who made them individually better, who they can grow with. So don't tolerate a lot and be with someone who builds you, not breaks you.
All right, we're just going to wrap up something here. I like to use the third segment for kind of just giving you updates on things we've talked about before and putting shit to rest. So on the other end of the court trial, you know, spectrum, dumbass Black China and this the stupidest trial in probably all of Hollywood history that didn't even get that much traction, even though the most famous family in the whole world, the Kardashians, were a part of it. It's finally over. Black China lost. You know, everyone saw that coming. After 10 hours of deliberation from the jury on the final day, it was decided that she lost. Bitch, if I was in that jury, I would not have left that room until Black China lost. If if anyone even said that Black China should win, I would fight them and then I would have to go to court for like abusing someone in a courtroom. But anyway, the jury said that the Kardashians often act in bad faith. However, it was not the cause of Black China's series being canceled and they didn't, you know, financially harm her. I like how they just had to add that. You know, they just had to use their one opportunity to insult the Kardashians to their face just to say it. They often act in bad faith. That disgusts me, though. Why were they even allowed to say that? Like, what about separation of, of church and state? What do you mean bad faith? We're talking about legal shit here. You know, by the book laws. Why are you saying they act in bad faith? That just pissed me off. I think that was so stupid. But anyway... Uh, after you know it was all over the kardashians lawyer said that the case was the case was very clear-cut from the beginning and the jury finally got it uh everyone testified you know everything happened rob had his testimony in his testimony he said that his relationship with black china was all negative and he was at his weakest points when their romance began and he was in the worst place of his entire life sharing that he was diagnosed with ketoacidosis and diabetes at that time and she was just catching me at his worst at my worst times and i feel like that definitely didn't help black china with the whole should the show continue thing because if rob says he was going through the worst time of his life why would the judge think that there was any case for the reality show to keep going so rob zoomed in for his like rob does not leave his house as we know so he was definitely not about to leave his house for black china's ass um but i think he did what he had to do to make sure black china was gonna lose so good job rob he did get them into this mess though he was like by the way here's this huge mess with black china i'm just gonna like chill in my house and you guys can go to court and deal with it so at least he did something but yeah he left them for dead um the kardashians lawyer also said right after it was done i spoke to the family a minute ago and they're all very pleased and this was actually the day of the met gala so he said i hope they're enjoying their gala quotes and i love how he said their gala as if it's no one else's and honestly like he's like he's not wrong like it was kim's gala so they had two wins that day the court case they're 100 million and then going to their gala but honestly they lost the met gala they did not have a win there except kim kim won everyone else lost especially kylie um honestly kylie should have to pay black china 100 million dollars just for that outfit that she wore um continuing on the lawyer said they were empathetic in their expression of pleasure when it was announced that they won and they were exuberant (laughs) so they were like really happy i I don't even know what that means like does that mean that they were like laughing in black china's face like ha 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 bitch like you're not about to get a coin from us fuck you like in her face or does that mean they were like you know like respectful but why does it say like why does that sound so sexual why do i feel like someone should asmr that in my ear like they were emphatic in their expression of pleasure they were exuberant ew ew that felt wrong that felt like i logged on to pornhub that was gross who said why did their lawyers say that 
Anyway, at the Met Gala, Chris was even asked about it, and she just said, I'm glad it's over, and I'm glad it's over for the girls, and she probably wants Black China's ghetto asked. No, I'm just kidding. Chris called Black China ghetto, not me. That's why I was saying that. Um, that was like a part of the trial. Anyway, Chris, yeah, Chris is just probably to ha- happy never to see Black China again, and she can just see Dream Kardashian and just pretend like she doesn't have a mom. Because, I mean, Black China only sees her like once a week. So the Kardashians are free to slay another day in their 27 cars, and it looks like Black China is going to have to sell n- another one of her cars. But do you guys want to know what she did for Money Next? Right after it was announced that she lost the trial, you're going to die. She made a GoFundMe. Are you fucking kidding me? Go fund me. Go fuck yourself is what I would say to that. Like, tell me you're, you're broke without telling me you're broke. Go fund her. Bitch, I don't even know her. She literally made a GoFundMe called Cheering for Black China, where she's asking for $400,000. It was actually made by her mom, Tokyo Tony. She's asking for $400,000. So far, they've only raised $1,300. That's so embarrassing. Um, basically to raise enough money to be able to submit an appeal to the court to basically sue the Kardashians again because he, she thinks that the judge was biased. Girl, give it up. Give it up. You lost. They win. You lose. You're lucky you even got this one trial. The fact that they even showed up multiple days is astounding to me like imagine being so spoiled and like narcissistic that you think just because you had a baby with someone's family that you can get all this money from them and you deserve so much that's actually insane go fund me she acts like it's one of those commercials where you can sponsor a kid in a third world country like go fund black china so she can sue someone else like no we're not gonna fund her for shit like she's already rich and living an opulent lifestyle it's just the most tone deaf thing for me and it just disgusts me that she even did that. I'm so happy that she lost. Yeah, and I'm not funding her for shit. And I will not enable this madness anymore. She lost, and I hope she never has the opportunity to sue them or or even look at them again. I hope they blocked her on Instagram. Anyway, thank you for joining me in Pop Culture University today. I hope you enjoyed listening, and I hope you got some fun tea to spill with your friends and are getting through your week nice and productively. It's it, It's been a rough one. Y'all, so if things aren't going your way completely or not going perfectly, do not be too hard on yourself. Um, Just keep going. Keep trying. Keep doing your best. Everyone is going through it right now. No one is really, like, motivated at this time of the year. So just give yourself grace. um, Treat yourself. Reassure yourself that you're doing good. I feel like our anxieties in our heads can, like, make us feel like our whole world is, like, crashing down and we're going to fail or we're not going to get the job or you know, this and that because of the time of the year, but just refill your brain with positive affirmations that you're doing great. It will all work out. Just take it one day at a time. And yeah. And y'all, it is hot. This global warming shit was cute in April when it was like 60, but bruh, this 90 degrees in May is insane. Today it's 92 at my, my, at my university. And I'm like in a sweaty ass apartment right now. Like it sucks. I'm moving out of here next week, but there's going to be swass everywhere today so that's unfortunate but anyway maybe i can get a good tan before next week have a good day you guys and i will see y'all friday okay bye i love you rate this by the way five star follow it post on your story tag me out dm you okay bye 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.